Welcome to the Calm Collective Podcast. I'm Cassandra, and I'm so glad that you're here for another episode. This episode's really special. Um, It kind of came on a whim. I'm in Boulder visiting one of my best friends, Kate Hart, and uh, she asked if she could interview me um, for my 34th trip around the sun, which is on Thursday the 5th. So this should be airing um, Wednesday the 4th. So yeah, my birthday is tomorrow. And so we thought that this would be a really beautiful practice um, just for me to sort of look back at this last year, which has been a powerful year for sure, to say the least. Um, And it just ended up being such an easy, flowy conversation. The questions were pretty hard. I hadn't seen them before she asked. So there's some there's some deep pause <laughs> in here, but it was really, really cool to hear my own answers and to witness all that I have learned in the past year. Um, so I invite you guys to sit back and relax and join us as we dive deep into some major truth bombs. Um, also, the intro getting started into this episode was kind of funny. Um, I decided to leave it unedited. And I think that's something that's been like sitting well for me is not having this be too rigid, not having it be too perfect, right? Um, So if there's little bloopers, kind of just like letting them lie there and not being so crazy of a perfectionist and trying to make everything tied up with a pretty bow. Um, I hope that resonates well with you guys. It certainly has been resonating well with me. Um, You're also going to be hearing a lot more from Kate. We have back-to-back episodes with her that'll be airing next week. Uh, We have some really powerful conversations. I'm just so excited for you guys to get to know her a little bit more. I'm also really hopeful that she's going to be showing up on the podcast more and more, um, sort of as like a soft co-host. The way that she and I talk with each other is just really, really cool. It's really vulnerable. And I like to believe that that's what you guys are showing up here for, right? Is to listen to some real truth. And, um, I think hearing it from two different perspectives can be really, really powerful. So that's, what's been going on. This is what this episode is all about. It is such a different one. I'm so excited. I'm actually extremely nervous to share it with you. You'll hear why in some of my answers, but I know that this is all just a part of the shedding process. That is what um, 34 feels like to me. It feels like a time to shed and to really strip myself of any shoulds and um, just really lean into my um, my true authenticity and who I inherently am. And I really hope that um, you guys feel inspired to do the same after listening to this episode. So let's dive in. Are we recording? Yeah. We're on? We're Good. on. Guys, the the tables are turning for this episode. I'm back with with Kate. Actually, depending on when this one airs, which I think is going to air tomorrow, you wouldn't have heard from Kate yet. So get over the fact that Kate <laughs> is. She's one of my best You'll friends. Get to later. Yeah, and we're here in Boulder in her beautiful home, in her meditation room. And uh, we recorded a couple of podcasts during my visit here, so you'll get to know her in depth really soon. Um, both of our episodes are going to be back to back the following week, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, Kate had this thought, this invitation, that she wanted to interview me since my birthday. By the time I air this, my birthday will be the next day, September 5th. 
So it felt really appropriate. I am nervous as I'll get out (laughs) because sister knows me way too well. So without further ado, I guess let's let's do it. Do the damn thing. Do the damn thing. It's almost your birthday. You know, it's a weird one. Why is it weird? Um, it's like, it's been one of those birthdays where I got so used to being 33 that like you almost just feel like you're going to be 33 forever, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I actually don't like odd numbers. I prefer really? even numbers, but 33, I think also because of like the spiritual meaning around 33, I've, I've really loved being in that season, even though it's been brutal. Um, it's been like the year of transformation for sure. It held, it held its meaning. Yeah. So I don't know. I just have some... Some reservations, but trying to be open and... Yeah, well, let's dig into this a little bit. Okay. Um, just to start out, what are three things that you're grateful for and three things that you appreciate about yourself? Mm. I'm grateful for my self-awareness. That's come so full circle. I'm so grateful for um, my soul family, like the friends that I've chosen. Um, I think I've chosen really wisely as I've gotten older and I've been able to let go or at least put really healthy boundaries around the ones that don't feel like family, but I still love, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm really grateful for that soul family. Um, There's a handful of them, you included. Um, And I'm really grateful for my new home. My new space Mm. has been really incredible. We've talked about that a lot. I've talked about it with the listeners and stuff on the podcast on Instagram, but it's become such a little sacred space for me to just continue healing and to just unwind at the end of the day. And it's got a lot of really good energy. So Mm. what was the last part? Three things that what? Three, like what are three things that you appreciate about yourself? Oh, well, I guess that goes back to self-awareness. Maybe, yeah. The self-awareness piece, um, I think shedding these layers, which you and I have talked about so much, of just, like, letting myself be seen, that's Mm -hmm. really hard, Um, and not trying to do the things that people think that I should be doing. I'm starting to let go of that, so it's certainly a work in in progress. Um, I also really love my... The, the wittiness about me. I think mm-hmm. it's really easy for me to take myself too seriously sometimes, especially like, you know, becoming pretty spiritual the past two years. It's, it's easy, I think, to think that that is wrong. You can get in this headspace of like, mm. you just have to be serious and like tuned in all the time. And, um, but yeah, just like making people laugh and making them feel good. And I don't know. I think you're really good at it. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, and I think I don't really love that show very much. Yeah. You know, so that's something that I hope with this new year is to just sort of, like, unleash that part of myself. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay to be silly. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun. Bring the joy back. I know. Yeah, and not not that I'm, like, joyless or, like... Totally. Yeah, but just, you know, you see that side of me so much. My parent... or my That was weird. <laughs> see? Still happens, guys. Still refer to my mom as my parent's... Um, but like my sisters and my mom, it's like, they all see that, but I would love to be able to project that like back onto followers and the listeners and stuff. Cause that's a huge piece of my personality. Yeah. I mean, it's really easy to do. We, 
often think we've got to be so serious and put together and head down and doing the work and yeah. whatever it is, right? The calm collective. Like I just have to be like so flowy all the time. Yeah. yeah. You're a human. Yeah. Embrace that. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Those are beautiful answers. Um, what is something that you're happy about from this past year that either like an experience or mm. could be anything that you really cherish that you're grateful for that you want to bring into your next year? Whoa. Um, I would say, I guess as far as like experiences, mm-hmm. really, um, making the time to go and see the people that mean a lot to me. So I used to be really, really rigid about travel. It's not my favorite thing in the world. It takes a lot out of me. Um, but what I've realized is that when the intention is like set up properly, if that makes sense behind like why I'm going to visit, mm-hmm. a lot of times I would go visit people because I felt guilty or you felt like, like, had to. Yeah, like I'm being a bad friend or a bad sister if I don't go. And so now I've set up this boundary where it's like, I go when it feel it has to feel good to me and it has to work for me because the trip is kind of lost if I'm going with these like. some resentment, you know? Um, so I've had some really beautiful experiences doing that. Almost all of my best friends don't live in Chicago. (laughs) So it's kind of something that I have to prioritize. Um, but I mean, some of my best memories from last year have been being here in Boulder, um, and going to see my friend Lindsay in Nevada and, um, you know, visits to my sister with uh, my sister and the babies in San Francisco. I'm going again on Monday and, that just like really lights me up. Um, and so that's been kind of fun to play with like that balance of. It's a beautiful boundary that you have. Yeah. That you're creating. Yeah. And um, yeah. And I come home feeling just so refreshed. I don't come home feeling taxed. Like depleted. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that and then I would say probably just um, where I've landed within photography. That's been really, really cool. I think going through major heartbreak. Um, I remember I talked to one of my healers like right after and I was just like, I don't know what to do. I'm, I can't move. And she was like, your art is going to save your life. Not just because like you're heartbroken, but like you're in a season of transforming, like let the art do it for you. And I feel like that's totally happened. Yeah. My photography is different. Yeah. It feels different. Um, so I'm so, so, so grateful for the experience of just letting the art take over. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to play with that this afternoon. I know. We're going to take pictures of Kate. <laughs> Which is like my least favorite thing to do, but no, you make it fun. You'll be great. Um, that's beautiful. And I think, didn't this also kind of in terms of the creative spirit come up a lot and just like throwing yourself like raw and open into mm-hmm. all things creative for you yeah. right after your dad died? Yes, totally. Isn't totally. that interesting how like that... Yeah. Continues to come up. It's true. It's like, you know, and the thing is too, is that some people might be like, yeah, but I'm not creative. I don't have a creative bone in my body. So like, what am I supposed to do? And that's just not true. Everyone is creative. Everyone's born creative. People just have certain fears and blocks around their creativity. And I encourage anyone who's listening who might be in that season to just ask yourself, you know, what do I really like to do? That's creative. It does not mean you have to be good at it. Totally. My creativity just happens to be something that makes me money and is my job. And you're good at. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. So that is interesting though. Yeah. 
I mean, this kind. I mean, you kind of spoke to this in terms of the photography piece, but mm-hmm. and you could that could be true for this question, but um, could be something totally different. Mm-hmm. What is your biggest accomplishment from this past year? Oh, definitely my inner self, my soul work. Like I am such a different person. I'm oh my, it's crazy to think. So I was in LA right now. I was in LA this time last year, wondering where the fuck I was going to live and like who I was going to be because I was so lost. Mm -hmm. And to think of like that woman then and look at myself now, it's insane. Like it almost makes me want to cry because I, I can feel all the work that I did and it's been gnarly. It's been so, so, so hard. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I don't shy away from, from owning that of saying like, I am my greatest accomplishment from this past year. And I know that sounds cheesy, but it's not meant to. Yeah, it's so true. I'm really, really proud of myself. Yeah. Yeah. And how empowering is that? I know. To like really fully begin to step into that. Yeah. And to know that like when things hit the fan again, because they will, that I can always get back because I've done it before. I've done it twice now, you know, after my dad and Mm -hmm. again this time, but this time it feels a little bit more true to who I am. Um, and that's the spiritual piece, you know, Mm -hmm. like I think after my dad died, it was more like, I was kind of like, screw spirituality, screw anything that would like take him away from me. So that was more like, yeah, numbed out, I think. And it's been really cool to find something that I really believe in and that resonates and feels comforting. Yeah. It's when you really, I think the empowering piece and like the shift that you're experiencing, which I've witnessed many times, which has been beautiful. Yeah. So thank you for sharing yeah, it all of with me. Yeah. Um, but it's also when we realize that we're our own healers. Yeah. We're, I mean, yes, it's great to have an amazing therapist and, you and know. sometimes they catapult that. you into the. Totally. Yeah. And not to like discount that, but really to know and to truly believe and feel yeah. that we really are all we ever need. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, going back to that, not that therapists aren't helpful. And I think that's important worth saying because like, I don't think that I would have really been able to like find my way if I didn't have those healers and my therapist to be like, to plant little seeds. It's up to me though. You know, that's what I think we forget is like, we're being given seeds from people who can like really see us, you know, and then it's up to us to, to make the next move. And I think kundalini was that for me like that's one where I'm like I don't know if I could ever give that up now because yeah and like so that's where I'm like kundalini is actually like one of my biggest healers but again I'm doing the work right I can totally shut off if I'm in that class and just treat it like savasana and just like go to bed (laughs) right you know but like you're choosing to show up and yes you're being guided through the whole practice but but you're the one that's doing the work. My yeah. therapist reminds me of that all the time because I often am like, oh, my gosh, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you mm-hmm. so much. And mm-hmm. she's like, of course, I'm happy to be here to hold the space and mm-hmm. create the container yeah. and to give you the lessons. But you're the one that's doing the work. Yep. Which is huge. It's so huge. And to always remember that. Mm-hmm. It's easy to feel dependent on other people mm-hmm. when you're – Oh, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. Okay. Now, what was the most like challenging experience or like biggest failure or, you know, (laughs) 
biggest challenge that you overcame in this last year and what was the lesson in it for you? Oh, I feel like you know the answer to this one. Um, So yeah, I wouldn't consider it a failure by any means, but the biggest challenge has been choosing to be by myself. Yeah. Um, I've never not been in a relationship since I was like 15, maybe like a few months here and there, but I was kind of, and I, and it's interesting because I always thought I, I did have some tendency to be codependent and that's why I'm grateful for this like year plus of being by myself. Um, I've really been able to heal those pieces and figure out why that was so. Um, but I think what's been really interesting is every relationship that I was, that it was just so easy, you know, like it wasn't like I was like forcing to find a a partner. It was just like one would end and then another would like show up just so organically. And each one of those people were such a huge teacher. Like without them, I would not be able to be in this space right now. You know, like Mm -hmm. some great, some not so great, but like you need that yin and yang Mm -hmm. of, um, of experiences. And I've certainly got that from like my past three partners and it's led me to this space now where I'm like, yeah, just being by myself is no longer scary. Sure. I have some like societal holdups here and there, which is really, really, really silly. It's human, but it's really, really silly at the end of the day. So that's Mm -hmm. something that I'm currently working through with that piece. But, um, that's been the biggest challenge. It's been huge. And Mm -hmm. like, kind of dating has been a big challenge because because I almost know myself too well. Yeah. That I'm just like, no, like I know I can't tolerate that. Whereas before I think I would be like, let's just see. And now I'm just like, I just, I don't have the capacity to like entertain something that I already know energetically is not going to work. Right. So yeah. that's been really interesting and challenging. Cause like, yeah, I, I am a monogamous person and I want a partner, but I don't, we talked about this. Yes. I don't really feel like I need one. You don't. But I truly want that yeah. for my future, but not enough to put it at my own expense. Like, I'm done doing that. Yeah. And yeah. that's a beautiful and empowering place to be, to, like, have the ability to have that discernment. To yeah. know that, yeah, that's something you desire. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, want that, but you're not, you don't need it. Mm-hmm. And your identity isn't dependent on that. Mm-hmm. And how cool is it, too, that... Even though it's been your most challenging piece mm-hmm. in terms of being single and really just developing and strengthening your true relationship to yourself and essentially spending this last year coming home to yourself mm-hmm. and how your biggest accomplishment and where you feel mm. the strongest yeah. is feeling so secure within yeah. yourself. It's so true. And it's been really cool. Yeah. It's been really cool to have my mom kind of be this expander for me too in that because, you know they were married for 33 years. They were just soulmates, you know, Mm -hmm. and to have her be in this space now, like she's dated a couple times and just like, whatever. It didn't, it wasn't like anything worth really holding onto and having her tell me time and time again, like my life is so full. Anyone that comes into it is a bonus. And Mm -hmm. I think that is such a beautiful way to parent your child even though I'm 34, like almost 34, <laughs> hearing that, I'm just like, what an example Yeah, to teach me of like, you, anyone that comes in here is a bonus. Like you do not need anyone, mm-hmm. you know, they're like icing on a cake. That's already delicious. Yeah. You know? So thanks mom for that. I know you're listening. <laughs> yes. But, yeah. That's beautiful. It's a really good question. It's a scary one to answer. <laughs> but you did it. Yeah. 
Um, who are your biggest expanders? Mm. Ooh, that's a really good question. It depends on like what area mm-hmm. of my life I think. Um, I think you're a really great expander for me when it comes to spirituality and really stepping into like um, the truth of it all and being mm-hmm. okay and vulnerable to share that piece of yourself. That's something I'm working on. I always have the stigma of feeling like people are going to think that I'm too woo or I'm doing it for attention and really, yeah, it's just, so no, it's so <laughs> embedded into who I am. And I'm just, I'm just now getting comfortable with like sharing more of that and being okay mm-hmm. with like, maybe like we talked about only the 10% coming through. Yeah. That I have to be okay with that. Um, so you're definitely an expander in that way. Um, I would say, as far as business goes, um, I don't do all of her work, but I really value Lacey Phillips mm-hmm. um, and Lindsay Simsek of Almost 30. I think that they are so amazing at speaking their truth, especially yeah. Lindsay Simsek. She just, like, shows up naked in everything that she writes. And mm-hmm. even, like, on the podcast, her and Krista, I just – Every time I listen to something that they say, I feel like I just have, like, cells dancing in my body where I'm like, wow, that was just so much truth. Like, Mm there is nothing about them, at least that I feel internally, that is falsified or that is for followers or likes or whatever. It's like they are just so unapologetically themselves, and Mm -hmm. that's really what I'm striving for. So – and then with relationships – that one's kind of hard. It changes all the time. I love a good show and I love a good movie. And I oftentimes find a lot of my expanders there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I have like a specific one, but yeah, I don't know so much about relationships, but for work and spirituality, I would say that those are two of my big ones. I'm not just saying that because you're sitting across from me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. And you just mentioned your mom. Yeah, and my mom, too, as far as, like, that's, like, I mean, my mom is just, like, one of my biggest role models. She's so strong and has been through so much. Yeah. Um, Did you take anything for granted this past year? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, I think I took – that's a really good question, actually. That just made me – I was like, yeah, I have an answer, and now I'm like, ooh. I think my health, Mm -hmm. um, which I think can happen when you're – going through a, lot, a big transformation, you can put things on the back burner because you're just so in it. Mm-hmm. Um, which Kate and I actually talk about in future episodes, but she's helping me with, she's a holistic nutritionist and she's helping me with some of my um, adrenal stuff and blood mm-hmm. sugar imbalance. So yeah, I think for sure. Um, I would say my health, like I got really sick at one point and it was my body being like, yo, you, Dang, a, yeah, you need to rest and you need to like take care. You need to stop burying things because you're killing me. That's yeah. dramatic. But like, you know, I was sick for a month and a half or mm-hmm. something like that. And I just could not kick it. So, but that was also a really big lesson Yeah, for me is being that sick and having to be that still. Yeah. I mean, that's a beautiful thing to a be able to see mm-hmm. and to know that, yeah, we often, especially when we're, you know, in our thirties and young and vibrant and doing all the things mm-hmm. we think it's almost, we're invincible. Yeah. And then when but you get then, knocked down, you're like, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, 
Did you experience any, any unexpected joy? Um, I think I, I'm not going to say her name and this is kind of interesting, but, um, I'm not going to say her name, but one of my really good friends had a really difficult time getting pregnant. And I mean, she might as well be like one of my sisters. So that was so heavy and hard to watch her go through. It's like actually making me want to cry. Um, and she got pregnant this year. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know. It just was so, and not if she's listening, it's not to like say that I didn't think it would ever happen for her, Mm -hmm. but she was just going through so much. It was so difficult for so long that that really, that feels like unexpected joy. That feels like a perfect example of like, oh my God, like you got her. Like this baby is going to be here, Mm -hmm. you know, by January. And I don't know that just like, it added so much joy and love, not only to like our friendship, just when you think it can't get elevated, like Mm -hmm. sharing and your friend creating life that she didn't think that she was going to be able to create is so amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah. There's so much we learn in like in life and in death. Yeah. That sticks out. And also, um, uh, moving near the water, honestly, like mm. I didn't think that I would be able to have that as close as I am, like being like a block away. Yeah. I didn't think I'd be able to have that. And every day walking out of my place, I'm just like, are you freaking kidding me it's right there I live here yeah I live here and it's just been that was really cool finding that space too yeah was unexpected Jasper's really happy about it too he's so happy he swims every day just about every day yeah that's awesome um what ways do you think you've grown emotionally over the last year um I'm so much more emotionally mature um I'm very, I think I'm really very good at expressing my feelings, mm-hmm. um, which has been really helpful within setting boundaries. Um, I don't think that you can have one without the other. Like if you're going to set boundaries, you have to be able to back them up and back them up with grace. You totally. know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't be like that brat. That's like, because I said so, you know, it's <laughs> like, you have to be able to speak to that. So that's been huge. And also just like asking for what I need. Yeah. You know, like we've been talking about that a lot Mm -hmm. this trip and just being okay with that. And I really think that people can feel like they're super selfish or they're asking for too much and it's all in the delivery. It's Mm -hmm. all in having that emotional maturity to, um, to stay soft while still being strong and asking for what you need. I think that's been a huge transformation for me and like letting go of people. Like we've talked about with dating, like being able to have those conversations, not, I do not ghost. I refuse. I won't do that to people. Yeah. Instead being able to have those hard conversations and letting people go and giving them the space and the, the clarity to move forward in their own life. Mm-hmm. Well, that's such a beautiful way too. in all of those examples that you're really showing up for yourself mm-hmm. and you know, you're setting the boundary, but then you're taking it to the next step and honoring it mm-hmm. because we often, I mean, I do this all the time. It's like, okay, I'm going to set that boundary. Yeah. And then Something will happen and you're it's tested. like, oh, whoop. Yep. You get tested and you're like, ah, next time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Learning. Still refining. Still yeah. refining. And there are – it is – it can be super, super hard, especially I found when family's involved Ooh. to set those boundaries because who mm-hmm. do you love more? Who do you love more so vulnerably and like even just subconsciously? Mm-hmm. You know, so that one is really hard for me. Or feeling like you should because they're family. Yeah. Or yes. The totally. shows get in the way. Totally. Big time there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, 
In what ways do you think you've grown spiritually? Whoa. <laughs> um, mm, I think just all around. I think for me, I feel, again, going back to Kundalini, my first Kundalini class, really short story. I think, I don't know if I told you this, Kate, but um, I yeah. went in not really knowing at all what to expect. I just had like, I think it was like three or four people tell me that I should do it. And I was like, okay, after the third person is kind of my thing, like mm-hmm. in threes. I'm like, okay, I'll try it. So I went to the studio, Satnam in Chicago, run if you're slightly interested in insanely healing yoga. That place is beautiful. And I sat down in the front row because I'm a front row girl. And um, we like started doing this and it was it's an hour and a half usually. And an hour in, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is not for me. This is so weird. I'm not feeling anything. I'm so confused. I don't know these chants. <laughs> and then thirty, the last, like, 30 minutes hit, and I'm like, something's happening. Like, you know that feeling? It's, like, just constant chills for me mm-hmm. where I was like, I keep getting goosebumps. Like, what the heck? And it was nighttime, <clears throat> and we just start doing this chant. And all of a sudden, I'm like, it was one of those things where I didn't know the words, but then I did mm-hmm. like right away. I picked up the words and I was like, that's weird. It feels effortless. Like the words are just coming out of my mouth and I start, so <laughs> I start sobbing. No one else is crying. I'm sitting in the front. I'm sobbing my eyes out, kind of making some noise. And all of a sudden behind the guru, again, it's like these floor to ceiling windows. It just starts thundering and lightning and the mm. whole room is like in candles. So like the whole room is being like lit up by this lightning. Like look at my eyes right now. <laughs> and I was like, something's happening this is insane. Something is happening. And I know it might feel dramatic for me to say this, but like, I have never been the same since that class. Like I left and I was just like, yeah, like I could cry. I was like something totally shifted inside of me. Yeah. And I had been told that, but I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whatever. So were a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And that, I don't know, like I, it's actually scared me. So I didn't go back for a while. Yeah. Like I, didn't, I couldn't return for a while because I was like, that was almost too much I need to process. Mm-hmm. And then I kept going back to this one guru specifically. And I don't know. It's just, yeah, I would say Kundalini yeah. is the thing that has elevated my spirituality more than anything. and just made me really believe in really what it comes down to is that we're all so connected. Mm-hmm. And um there really is no good. There is no bad. It just is. And it's mm-hmm. up to us to sort of process what that means to us and to be able to honor what that might mean to someone else. Totally. Well, and I yeah. think it's huge too that you're showing up to that in a space of honoring whatever is mm-hmm. and allowing whatever needs to move to move. Yeah. Because to your point, like you can go to that class yeah, and you can sit there and just be close yeah, and do the things, yeah, but that you won't experience that profound shift that you did. Right. Which... Like, even with our class yesterday, like, the drumming piece going like this over and over and over, at first I was like, oh, this is uncomfortable, and, like, what what really is this anyway? And then it turns into you're feeling the vibration, and then you're feeling everyone else's vibration of their hands, and then you realize, holy shit, we're all releasing so much right now. Yeah. The collective energy in that room was It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And so, I don't know. I think that that's just been, like, the biggest blessing and something that I feel closed off from sharing because I'm afraid that it makes me sound crazy when really it's like it's beautiful I should be living by that example exactly yeah I mean I've definitely had moments in kundalini classes here in boulder when I think to myself like oh my gosh like if anybody 
from like my family or friends back east. No. <laughs> like walked by and looked in and saw me uh, like, shaking your tongue out, panting like a dog. They'd be like, huh. I know. Are you all right? I know. I remember so, my yeah, friend John I, was like, I want to go with you. And I was like, um, no. Mm, I like wasn't, this is mine, you know, right now, yeah. where I just wasn't ready to be like, I don't want to take you in there. And then like, you're doing this weird dance with your arms and you're looking at me like, what did you bring me to? Yeah. Because it's so sacred. Totally. But at the same time, it's like, I do want to share that because you don't know what could happen to exactly. John in that class. But yeah. Whatever. I'm not here to preach. John, I hope you get to go soon. <laughs> He'll go. He's open-minded. <laughs> What's up, John? Good. Um, in what ways do you think you've really changed, improved, or just altered your relationship with yourself? Um, I have so much respect for my body, I think, and how, like, quickly she can come back to, like, her original self. So, like, obviously I'm a woman. Yeah. <laughs> we fluctuate. <laughs> I mean, men do too, but I think women are obviously more inclined to do so with hormones and stuff. So I have to be really patient with her. Um, and I think that's been the coolest piece of acceptance this past year. Um, and I, I attribute that to being by myself because I was always so ruled by, like, I need to stay s- super tiny for this person or like I need to make sure that I look really good for this person all the time. I need to be tan for this person all the time. Now I'm like, do I actually feel good? Like, do I feel healthy? You know, like, Mm -hmm. Ooh, I went up a dress size. Okay, great. I still feel amazing. You know? Oh, I went down a dress size. Okay. That feels good too. You know, just kind of honoring, honoring the balance. You know, you and I talked about that where it was like, where it's like, it comes down to, letting go of what you think you should look like because of what you're seeing on TV or whatever. Um, and instead knowing like internally when you are at your best. Exactly. Yeah. I was never really able to recognize that before. Cause I was like, Oh, if I'm over a six, Oh, he's going to whatever. Or like I'm less worthy. Yeah. You know, it's one of like the favorite aspects of the work that I do with my clients. I bet is unpacking that. Yeah. And the fact that you're there and everything is so ripe and ready is going to also make the work that we do together move forward. And I mean, like, I do have my moments. Everybody does, like, especially around my cycle. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, am I? Um, Something's not quite right. My body. Yeah, totally. Um, But I think, yeah, curving my cravings, like, doing that stuff with you is going to be – it's just going to catapult me even further. Well, and you're just – I think at least what I've witnessed in the last year – is you've really come home to yourself mm-hmm. and you are so much more in tune with your truth. Yeah. And whatever that is, mm-hmm. how you feel, what you need, what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's going to be really powerful. Yeah. I can't wait to see yeah. how it all expands. In what ways have you grown in relationships with others? Um, I think I'm becoming so- a lot more intentional. Like before it used to always be about how many friends do I have? Um, and am I tending to all of them? And guess what? That's impossible. Um, so I think I've, I've become more intentional with my friendships, which makes me really, really, really happy because I'm able to give so much more of myself away and like the good stuff, the real stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not like the surface level. Um, friendships like because I've narrowed down the relationships in my life if someone calls and needs me I have that space it is rare that I'm like I can't help you right now 
I have too much going on. Like, I just don't feel like I'm spread too thin anymore, mm-hmm. which is huge, yeah. which is huge. And it really was eliminating some relationships and not out of like ill will, but just like, you know, we don't really serve each other. And that's totally okay. Like, I support you from over here. Mm-hmm. Like, I have so many friendships where it's like, even if it's on Instagram, it's like, I am your cheerleader. I won't stop doing that for you. But, like, do we really have to go and tr- pretend that we want to get dinner every month? Like, do you know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, that's mm-hmm. a lot of energy for me. And that's probably me being a projector as well. Is like, I have to be very specific about the types of people that are in my life because I get eaten up. Projectors be projecting. Yeah, by other mm-hmm. people's energy. And so, Hugely. yeah, um, that's been – but then it's interesting too because with relationships, I'm also I'm, – I'm choosing very carefully, but I've realized that I'm so open to inviting the right kind – like us hanging out with Grace mm. the other day. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yes, I went to her wedding, but like it was because, you know, my partner at the time knew her her now husband. Right. But like I always felt kind of connected to her in some way, probably because mm-hmm. we're similar. But yeah. then having that coffee with her, I was like, I, I want to invest in her. Yeah. Like, if she ever needed me, I would make the time because that was, like, energetically correct. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's not, like, the only people in my life are, like, my best friends. Right. I have people on the outskirts that I'm just, like, you're important to me for some reason. Yeah. And Well, and I think that's, like, your ability to pay attention to – I mean, we both left that coffee and we're, like, that was incredible. Yeah. Like, that was so nourishing on so many levels. Yep. And those are the types of people yeah. that you want to continue to keep in your life and invest in. Yeah. And having the ability to also recognize when you go to a coffee or a dinner or a drink and you leave and you're like zonked. Drained. Yeah. Like so energetically drained. Yeah. Like they're Or lovely, you're just like. That was too much. Feeling like wound up with their stuff that mm-hmm. somehow you took on mm-hmm. without even realizing it. Mm-hmm. And discerning like where you want to spend your time and yeah. what you want to invest in. And I'm really working on – I'm not a big gossiper. My mom always said – this is something I love that she would always say is, like, there are better things to talk about than other people. Yes, Um, so true. And she's just not that way. That's not in her nature. And so I think for me that's something that I'm really trying to make sure that I don't really surround myself with. No Mm -hmm. judgment. I know that that is, like, a human nature sometimes and, you you know, you got to talk sometimes. But that's something that I pay attention to with new people is, like, if that's – even 25% of the conversation, I'm just like, no Thank thanks. You. I don't, yeah. And like, I get that you're going through some stuff, but that's not how I want to use my energy or spend my time. Yeah. So that's Honor been, that. yeah, that's been a big, a good lesson for me too. Yeah. It's beautiful. Do you have any negative stories or thought patterns you'd like to dissolve in this next year? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think being in front of the camera which I know you know is, like, a huge trigger for me. And I don't know what that stems from. I don't know if it's because I'm always behind the lens Mm -hmm. that I feel so vulnerable and seen. And I'm not really good at being seen. So that's something that I'm working on. And being able to do that, you know, without any extra filters or, um, you know, like, not hiding behind anything. Just, like, Mm -hmm. showing up and being like, so what? Um, That's, yeah, that's something huge. Um, fear of money. I have like a crazy relationship with money where I am so scared that it's going to go away. (laughs) Um, which is something that I'm constantly working on. Um, and you know, I say that and I'm like, people are going to be like, uh, that's weird. But I 
I feel it in my bones. I'm like, I guarantee there are a lot of people who are listening who are like, yep, I have a fucked up relationship with money too. We talked about it over coffee this morning. Yeah. Scarcity can be a real thing. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you were so successful. My, 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 I grew up so, my point was that you were so successful, wow, (laughs) successful, yet you still have fears, Mm -hmm. right? And like, I grew up beautifully. There's nothing that my parents did or didn't do that like triggers my state with money. It's something along the way, like little things that I've picked up Mm -hmm. on my own um, that, I mean, a big part of it, and I'm sure you can agree, is leaving corporate and then doing your own thing where you're like, whoa, that's different. (laughs) Oh, things are a little bit different. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, like learning to really, I know money is energy and I know that it is like, it's not going anywhere and it always ebbs and flows and I need to trust that. But like, it's very easy to say that and very difficult to actually embody that and surrender to it. Yeah. So those two things for sure. Just being seen and then also trusting, Mm -hmm. trusting abundance. Yeah. Yeah. Can relate to all that yeah and that's something that I want to be more honest with with like the community the calm collective community I feel like that's interesting that I talk about so many other things that are difficult but like my two biggest triggers I'm like nope those are <laughs> off limits not gonna talk about those yeah you know and I think that that's that could be why some of it is stagnant and why it's like really hard to push through is because I'm not <sighs> releasing it from my throat chakra like I'm like yeah. holding on to it mm-hmm. you know and I would encourage you to continue to go back to mm-hmm. who you mentioned as your expanders, like professionally, yeah, and what you love about them, yeah, that they show up unapologetically, exactly as they are, yeah, they're vulnerable and raw as fuck, yeah, yeah, and that makes you want to engage with them, yeah, because you know it's real, and you can feel that as a listener, as a reader, mm-hmm. however you're engaging with them, yeah, and you're so capable of it, you do it a lot. Yeah, and I think... And to continue to just bring it. You give people the ability to be seen. Like, I can't count the the number of times when, again, listing Lindsay, Lindsay Simsick, Mm -hmm. and just being like, you see me. Like, are you in my head? (laughs) Right. You know? Same with this girl, Amanda Blair, who, like, just shows up on her Instagram and is just like, blah, like, here's what's really hard for me right now, or, like, shows up with, like, this beautiful, fresh face, no makeup, and is just like, here I am. Just like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You are just, and that sounds so silly because in the scheme of things, it's like, who cares if someone's not wearing makeup? Right. In a photo. Yeah. But when it's you, you're like, oh God. Mm-hmm. Well, and that I think just goes to how we're so, like within this society, are so mm-hmm. conditioned mm-hmm. to put so much value and worth mm-hmm. on our physical appearance. Mm-hmm. Let's I know. Turn that tide. I know. And I get like in these weird phases too even like with getting my nails done and it's like there are times where I'm like that's fun like that feels good it makes me happy to like look down at them like oh they look so pretty and then sometimes I'm like okay I'm doing this because I think that it makes me look put together right or like lash extensions it's like I actually don't like them (laughs) I actually don't but I go through phases where I'm like yeah I feel naked without them or like maybe I look less feminine if I don't have them and that's crazy Mm -hmm. but I like actually don't like them yeah, you were saying the other day, they were driving you nuts. Yeah, they're yeah. annoying. And, like, the process of, like, going to get them done is not relaxing to me. Yeah. And they're not cheap. Yeah. So I'm like, is that really how I want to be spending my money? You know? In your time. Yeah. Yeah. But so. those are, like, beautiful questions to ask yourself. Yeah. And to and, continue to come back to. And it's okay. Yeah, and it's okay to, like, continue doing those things. Even 100%. though I'm, like, saying these things. It's it's until they match is when yeah. the magic kind of happens. But 
Truth bombs left and right, guys. Yeah. My kind of conversation. Yeah. Um, who has had the biggest impact in your last year on your life? Um, my last year. <sighs> I think, honestly, um, I'll do like a really short answer for this because it's not my story to share, but I think my sister um, has been going through so much. She's been going through such a crazy transformation. It's been so cool to watch. It's also been really heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But I think in watching her, because we are so aligned with each other, I think I've done a lot of healing through her. Like, mm-hmm. in showing up for her, I'm like, ooh, I'm answering my own questions. Or I'm, like, healing some of my own wounds. And we're kind of doing it together. I don't know if she agrees or if, mm-hmm. she, if she could relate to that statement. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for her. And I hate that I hate that she's going through the heartbreak, but I know she's better for it. Mm-hmm. You know? Of, like, totally. her life has just been changing constantly. So, I think probably that. Yeah. That's beautiful, and, like, what an incredible experience to share with her. Uh-huh. And that we can. Yeah. You know? And that you're both capable of going there. Yeah. Um, what is the most fulfilling aspect of your work? Oh. Um, I would say, I, w- I was just going to say, like, doing it for the people. Like, I think for me the biggest high from my work um, – I'm just going to photography and then I can touch on the conflicted for a second. But with photography, I think my biggest high is when the experience or the outcome is bigger or better than the client expected. Mm. Um, I find the most gratitude in my work when um, families show up kind of stressed and they leave feeling like butter. Yeah. You know, and they're like, or when they say like, that was so easy to me, I'm like, good. That is how it should be. Like photo should not be hard. You know, um, but the biggest takeaway I think is like when I do the boudoir work and I work with women who, you know, 90% of those women show up and they are terrified. Like they're like stray puppies. Like they are so scared and 20 minutes into it, they're just like up leveling and they are like unleashing themselves and then they leave and the, the most gratifying piece in that is them saying like, A, I had no idea I could do that. Mm-hmm. And B, I had no idea that that's what I look like. That's There is nothing better for me than to be like, yeah, own yourself, own your body. You're actually insanely beautiful. And like, it, it's just, it, that also doesn't have to be hard. And I'm so grateful to be a piece of, you know, breaking down those, those, um, self-conscious bits mm-hmm. for them. That's amazing. Those images are beautiful. Oh, thanks. I yeah. love them. They, it makes me so happy. Makes me so happy to do that for people. Um, and with the Calm Collective, I think it's just um, helping people be seen. Yeah. It's like, you know, and I think that's kind of what we talked about the other day, you and me, about like the mission's kind of changing and it's becoming way less about the exterior pieces of what it is to like calm down and actually having like the calmness be within yourself and mm-hmm. um, being gentle with yourself. Like you always say, like softening. Mm hmm. Yeah, so that's really gratifying, um, getting, like, the emails from people who are, like, I just lost a parent and, like, how it was yeah. with you with, you know, your partner of, like, just doing the hard work for people who can't get there yet. I'm totally. so grateful to be able to do that for people. Mm-hmm. One, it's you have a beautiful way of being so open and honest mm. and vulnerable with where you're at mm-hmm. and 
it invites people in who need to experience that as well. That like, don't, to your point, like don't know how mm-hmm. or are too scared or mm-hmm. feel like, oh my gosh, am I supposed to be feeling like this? Mm-hmm. Or like totally overwhelmed. Yeah. But you've created a platform that is incredibly powerful that allows people to A, be seen, to know they're not alone mm-hmm. and to reach out. Yeah. Which is incredible. So. Yeah. Thank you. And I mean, I even remember, cause like heartbreak isn't really something that I love to talk about. It doesn't feel like authentic really. Like I'll dip into it sometimes. Um, I mean, I'm not really in it anymore at all. So like it's yeah. different now, but like earlier in the year, um, I remembered finding this blog called post male syndrome, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And I just remember reading her work and like, almost being able to like heal myself just through her transparency of her um, past relationships and heartbreaks. So I was like, almost like someone was doing what I couldn't do Mm -hmm. and it was healing me. Yeah. You know? And so like, if I can write something to where someone's like, Ooh, that just catapulted me on my healing journey. Like that was the message I needed to hear today. Exactly. Exactly. And I can't do it for everything. Like I know where my knowledge and wisdom and like where my, authenticity lies Mm -hmm. um sharing details of heartbreak isn't one of them Mm which just never really feels right to me yeah um but like yeah if I can do that with grief and if I can do that with anxiety and Mm -hmm. um setting boundaries and stuff like that like I hope to do this forever I don't really make money from it but that almost makes it better totally because you're not attached to that piece yeah not that I like or it's not driving might not always not make money from it but right now yeah it's truly just Kind of like what I told you, I was telling um, Kate that my mom was like, do you ever want to be more private? I'm like, yeah, sure. But I think if I didn't share, I would die. Yeah. Like it feels like I'm being robbed of something if I don't share. And use your voice. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's been really cool, you know, since we've known each other for what, five, six years Mm -hmm. to watch the Calm Collective launch and have, and like to witness how beautifully it's been evolving over mm-hmm. time and like we were talking about last night how you do such an incredible job of sharing your daily practices and just the way in which you intentionally live and have slowed down and have you know taken all the clutter out mm-hmm. and how that's like the physical manifestation mm-hmm. of where you were and now mm-hmm. this like whole new up level that you're in the process of doing which I'm super excited to watch mm-hmm. and witness um is sharing how you've done that internally. Yeah. Like you've totally shared the external piece. Yep. And here comes the magic of the internal work, which I think (laughs) is like where the magic is. Yeah. And that's so interesting because like some of the stuff, like the external pieces, like I'm still sharing those things and they always just feel sort of flat. Like I'm happy to do it because like I know people still example, like capsule wardrobes. Like I know Mm -hmm. people are interested in seeing those, for me, though, when I post that, it's, like, I don't know the, the word or the feeling that I'm looking for. It just kind of, like, is, yeah. you know? Like, I'm just, like, that didn't really add any value. And didn't that's, you up. Yeah, and that's where I'm getting to the point where it's, like, that almost makes me feel bad to post. Yeah. So like, this doesn't deserve to be shared if, like, it's not truly lighting me up. If it's not truly um, my mess. It's not my message right now. Yeah. A capsule wardrobe is not my message. And I think it's so cool, too, to see you reflecting on that and to also be open and, like, softening around, mm-hmm. you know, we've talked about this so many times with both of our different 
respected businesses, but like feeling like we should do whatever it is. I should post Instagram mm-hmm. X amount of times mm-hmm. per week, per day. I should story. I should, mm-hmm. I, or I need to, and I have to. Mm-hmm. And doing it because we think we need to be doing it yeah. rather than like actually feeling called yeah. to share yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. And totally refining that process to and be also, more true to you. Yeah. And also detaching from the numbers. Yeah. Like I honestly. I fully I support them taking away the number likes. Yeah. I just like don't care. And I don't mean that as like a hard ass. Like it just doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't trigger me anymore. Like, my numbers have gone down weekly, and I'm like, okay, great. Like, kind of what we were talking about the other day, where it's like you're open, you're inviting more space, you're making more space for like other people. And also, I'm so confident in my message um, that I'm, I'm just kind of like the message is for the people who feel aligned. 100%. And those people will hear it. Yeah. And I'm also really grateful that I'm not in the space where like I have trolls. Where there are people who are bashing what I'm posting, and I I just have people who dip out. Yeah, I'm so grateful for that. I don't know how I really handle trolls. That'll, <laughs> who knows? I hope I never have to. That sounds really exhausting and complicated, but um, yeah, I just like honor the people who who leave, and I have gratitude for the people who are curious and want to stay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's as simple as that, truly. And it's great to have. Gratitude and love for both of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't care. Do your thing. Yeah. Spend Thanks your for time showing up. Yeah, spend your time. Wish you well. <laughs> yeah. There are people who I actually really like who I unfollow because I'm just like, meh, it's just not like landing well for me right now. Yeah. But like no bad blood. No. Like I still wish you well, you yeah. know? So it's like, I think it's easy for people to take like uh, someone who unfollows them as like, they hate me. It's like, what? No. no. And that's really, you know, it's never about the person who unfollows no. you. It's about ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, where do you want to go on your next vacation? Mm, Hawaii with you. Can't wait. What was the best book you read this past year? Um, the best book that I read this past year, oh, again, oh my God, everything comes back to you. Untethered Soul. <laughs> that book, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. It's a good one. It was great. Yeah. I mean, that's a reread for me. I think yeah. that's going to be something that I reread. Let's reread it in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful book. Hard to, hard to read. It's one of those where you're like, wait, I have to reread that. And then it sinks in. You're like, whoa. Yeah. Totally. It's beautiful. Um, what's your current favorite meal? Oh, my God. Anything you make? <laughs> uh, I think, honestly, flank steak has just been so good. And that's as you were saying. You're like, it's because you have no iron. <laughs> like, yeah, everybody it wants all it. the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and um, fruit. I'm just, like, constantly craving fruit right now. It's a beautiful time of year to be craving fruit. Yeah, steak and fruit. What a weird answer. <laughs> <laughs> what is your go-to cocktail order or um, like yeah. drink order? I don't really have one to be honest. I'm I'm very. I'm, I would say Pinot Noir probably, but like if I'm having a cocktail, it's usually I love um, Deep Eddie's grapefruit. Mm. Yeah, a, a vodka soda, but like yeah. grapefruit. Yeah, delish. Yeah. What is your favorite daily ritual? Oh, journaling. I just lay it all out on the paper. Yeah. You're so good at it. At journaling? Yeah. I can't. Like, it just, like, I can't yeah. not do it. Like, it's watching like, you do it, it's just, like, you're, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Like, your hand's just, like, brrr. Yeah, it's a lot of times. Like, even last night or yeah. yesterday, I was like, that wasn't me. 
like writing. I was just like, whoa, that. And we did Kundalini that day too. So that tends to happen. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of how you are with your meditation practice. I'm not as rigid with that, but like, you're like, I can't not do it. Yeah. That's how I am with journaling. What is your current favorite item in your closet? Mm, this top. It's yeah, it's from a fab top. It's leaf. It's just mm. like this black thick. It's kind of like a crop top, sort of, but a black thick tank top. But the it's so soft. It's also I sexy. love anything leaf. Yeah, <laughs> anything for you. Sweat yeah, <laughs> with my Adidas sweatpants. <laughs> it's great, great yeah. combo. Yeah. What's your current favorite song? Um, that's a really good question. Uh, Free Spirit by Khalid. Mm. It's like, yeah, it gives me chills. I love it. What's the last movie you watched? Mm, last movie I watched was called In a Relationship, which I was telling Kate it's so good because I really appreciated it based on how honest it was. It's so easy to make movies these days and like wrap them with a pretty bow, and this one was just like. <laughs> the actual process of being in a relationship that isn't working. Yeah. It was so therapeutic to watch. It was really cool. It's with Emma Roberts on Hulu, I believe. In a relationship. I've yeah. seen it. It's really good. What's your spirit animal? Um, I think it's a dog. And here's why I say this. In every, in the past life regressions that I've had done. And then in whenever I talk to a medium, which mm -hmm. isn't, all that often, but I've talked to like probably six or seven. There's always a dog. Really? Yeah. And I finally Same kind of dog. Uh, yeah. It's usually like some sort of a retriever, which I know don't even get me started. <laughs> like Jasper's so <laughs> special to me in a weird way. Um, but yeah, I asked the last person who brought that up. Um, I was actually with my mom. I got my aura red and she was a medium and she was like, dog, dog. Like I keep seeing a dog. And I'm like, Ugh. Like, on the other side, she's like, did you have a dog that died is always how they phrase it. I'm like, no, thank God. I've only ever had Jasper. Um, and she, and I told her, I'm like, this keeps coming up. And she's like, oh, it's probably your spirit animal. It just, if that keeps showing up, it's like you have a dog that's like, yeah, sort of like a part of like your guide pack. I'm like, all right, <laughs> cool. Which is funny because I don't like really understand dogs. Like, I understand Jasper. Yeah. But I don't go to a dog park and like know kind of what You're dogs like are doing. not like dog whisperer? <laughs> no. I'm like, uh, is that okay? Like, is that, is, is what happening? Like, is that normal? So that's really interesting to me, but I wish it was, no, I, I don't wish that it was anything different. I think that's great. Yeah. Like my mom's is a dolphin. Just like knowing my mom, I'm like, of course it is. <laughs> the most graceful animal on the planet. They're also really smart. Dogs are really smart. Oh, dolphins? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean. And I'm playful. Sure, I'm sure dogs are too. Dogs are smart. Jasper has his day. Okay. Those are kind of my last fun questions. Wow. Um, now are they going to become unfun? No. Oh. oh. We're done with all the questions. Oh, uh, I did it. But. That was really good. I, I have one more thing for you. Okay. Um, I just invite you to take like a second. Okay. Think about everything we just talked about. Mm -hmm. The fun stuff. The more like deeper intentional stuff. Mm -hmm. And invite you to think about what your intention is going to be for your next year. For mm -hmm. the year of 34. Mm -hmm. And, like, invite you to share it with your community. Yeah. Yeah, I think it feels pretty embedded. Um, and I, what's cool is that I'm not 34 yet, but 
because I think I've been thinking so hard on it and you've been so open and awesome with like allowing me to share that it's slowly starting to trickle in Mm -hmm. already. And that's just to shed, right? That's been like the word we've been using is just Mm -hmm. like shed that layer of kind of like the bullshit pieces that I've been feeding myself of like, I can't show up this way or I shouldn't show up this way or Or what if, or what if I show up this way and people won't understand me and I'm just, I feel really tired and kind Mm. of what I told. And that's, I wonder if that's part of like my adrenal stuff too. It's just like the emotional bits of that and like walking into my therapist's office a few days ago and just saying like, I'm so sick of myself. Like I'm so sick of like my patterns Mm -hmm. and she was like, cool. That is awesome. And I think I'm at the point now where I'm like, okay, I'm so sick of it that I'm just ready to like shed that skin. Well, and that's like, you have to wear out the patterns. You you have have to to get there. You have to get to the point where you're like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. It becomes intolerant. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, and it's crazy because like, I thought that that would look so ugly and I'm not at a rock bottom. Like I'm actually really joyful. Mm -hmm. Um, so to have that while still feeling joyful is interesting. Mm -hmm. It's a weird set of emotions. I always had it pictured in like a different way of how I would get to this space. Um, but it's been very organic and I just kind of feel like I have no choice and I feel grateful to have a platform that I get to practice it on, Yeah, you know, and be held accountable on. Mm -hmm. So I would say, what would we call that? Just like authenticity is so overused these days, but like, I truly do love the word. Yeah. I think it's all about, and I mean, through the conversations, you know, that we've just shared, you know, through this conversation, but also in the last couple of days yeah. and what I've seen and like what I've heard from you is that you're just at this point where you have done so much inner work yeah, that you're all about stepping into your power mm-hmm. and owning your truth mm-hmm. and being more aligned with your authentic self, yeah. regardless of who that may upset or who unfollows you or what relationship may dissolve mm-hmm. and just really being authentic to your truth. Yeah. 100%. And yeah. And that's like a powerful place to be. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's like good weird. I just feel like I thought it would, um, I thought it would be more scary, but I think like we were talking about that exhaustion piece. It's like, I'm at the point now where I'm like, what's the alternative? What's the other choice? Mm-hmm. Sink well, or swim. You know, I've been sinking and I'm like really tired of it. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. need to take your swimmies off. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Time to take my swim shirt off. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> You're talking about like floaties? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was just like... You're like, um, mm, I mean, I mean, sure. Yeah. I love a good skinny dip. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Funny. Well, thanks for this. I'm so glad that you asked me to do this. I had a lot of resistance in the beginning with Kate and then I was like, no, that actually feels really, really good. We should do that. Yeah. So I'm so glad this worked out. Thank you for being open to it and yeah. happy birthday. Thank I love you. you. I'm so grateful you that you're in my life. Me too. Thanks for listening guys. We will see you. Actually, we will see you. Yeah next week um like i said kate will have back-to-back episodes on the podcast and you're not going to want to miss them we have like one of the most vulnerable chats i think i've ever had on this podcast so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna stop recording now that there's like (laughs) crazy trucks outside okay have a great week Bye. bye